We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, I'm Eddie. I know nothing about sports, but I love to watch sports, but I'm going to give you some strong opinions about something I don't know, and that's sports. What's up, you guys? I'm Ray. Some days I don't give you a lock because I'm not feeling it. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Two for the Money. I'm sure Eddie still hasn't watched it. I still have not watched it. Back to what I was saying, it is the most awesome movie ever, and it shows you that you only bet when you feel it. You don't bet just randomly on a day night. You bet when you know the games, and that's only when I give you my locks it up. Do you know why it's called Two for the Money? Do you know where they got that title from? I'm guessing a, a music video. I don't know. You're a music historian. Yeah, Elvis. One for the money. Two for the money. I knew it was something music. Show. I knew yeah. it. I, I have no idea if that's right. That's I mean, it. one for the money, two for the show. That's the way the song goes. But I think two for the money means, like, let's put it all in. Like, let's double up that bet. Yeah, and Ray, you, you speaking of, like, talking about gambling, I was going to wait to talk about this. But since you said, you know, you don't, you don't only feel it, Eddie is now addicted to gambling. Oh my gosh! Because because Eddie never had an online gambling account until, until this until this past weekend, and he started doing parlays for a dollar, two dollars, and he said, "Oh, I'm just going to do a few of these a weekend, and we're going to move on." Well, lo and behold, Eddie did like ten parlays this weekend, and then he can't even wait until this weekend for football. So now he's on the World Series betting. Oh, who's going to have the first home run? Did you hit one of those? I did not. Nobody <laughs> hit a home run last night. No one. It was four to two, and there wasn't one Not home run. No one homer. Oh, there was one off the top of the green yeah. monster, though. And I didn't have him though. So, oh, you didn't have bets? No, I didn't. So anyway, Eddie texts me, and then he's like, "Oh, just got that David Price over four and a half strikeouts. Whoo! Like he is betting on anything and everything well, now. Let's back up. The reason I have this account is because Ray wanted me to start an account so I can do this twelve game NFL parlay. Dude, listen. You yes. started this mess. And you won your parlay, and you were awesome. And I told you I love your swag. The only danger with gambling is it's addictive. <laughs> Why do you think they have the Gamblers Anonymous hotline? Why do you think people get addicted to gambling and lose their mortgages in their homes? If you don't get addicted, it's the most beautiful drug there is. Boys. But when you get addicted, that's when you cross the line and you start losing relationships with your kids. Your wife is going to see you distance yourself a little bit. All of a sudden, a payment's going to be late on the electric bill. Things like this are going to happen when you become addicted to gambling. I mean, yeah. it has become a thing where I'm on my computer a lot researching for the bets, and my wife's like, you've been working a lot lately. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of work. I'm just catching up. You know, I'm really, really behind right now. And I'm like researching on like, all right, who's Like, what somebody? did you research last night? Uh, just home runs, like how they've been doing the off- in the postseason and um, all that, you know? And then just looking at Dave Price's uh, average on pitching. How many strikeouts does he get on average? <laughs> so uh, on average, he gets about nine, you know? So I'm like, all right, it's a pretty good... Eddie took it. It was a bad odds because he had to bet twenty dollars to win twelve. Oh my god! So, so here, here's my tactic, Ray, and you're the gambling guy of the show. So his total win would be thirty two dollars for you guys at home. So here's my thinking: twenty plus twelve. When the World Series started, I bet five dollars on who will hit the first home run. I hit, I picked four players, one dollar each, four players, and then one dollar on no home runs hit. That was World Series game one. So you didn't take no one last night? I didn't. I did not. Oh, I took man. the field last night. So I was like, you know what? There's got to be a home run tonight. So I picked the field last night, and I picked four other players. I didn't hit any. So my thinking, so you're down ten dollars well, no, on that bet. No. So the, my thinking before going into yesterday's game was like, all right, I bet five. I lost it. I'm about to bet another five. I'll probably lose it. 
So let me do an insurance bet. Great attitude. It seems pretty, pretty, pretty solid. I'm confident that David Price will sh- will, will throw more than five strikes. Strikeouts. Strikeouts. Strike is different than <laughs> no, five yeah, strikes. Yeah, no, no, I know. Five if he doesn't outs. throw five strikes, no, then that's a... No. He's in trouble. What an easy bet. No, five strikeouts. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? The odds are bad, but I'll bet 20 bucks to win 12. So I was like, and that'll cover me. Then now I haven't lost any money. I hit that. So boys, I made two dollars. Love it on but, two games, and that's my tactic. Like I don't intend to lose a lot of money because well, no one intends to lose well, a lot of money. I'm no not, one ever does. I'm not betting a lot. Is my thing. And an update: I've already cashed out a hundred bucks. When it, that check's coming, in, did you do check or what? Check. You, okay. Yes. So from my winnings, I started on this website fifty dollar entry, fifty dollar deposit. I've already withdrawn so $100, $100, bucks, 90 I have $90 in there. Okay, so right now you're a positive, what, you made 50 so you made 140 bucks 140, so far. 140 yeah. Okay, and that's 50 of that is the free money they give you when you sign no, up. No, I canceled that money. I didn't even take that money. Oh, you didn't, you didn't take that I, money? I, I helped him get rid of the bonus because they make you then roll it over. Next thing you know, you lose all the money. They locked my my available withdrawal funds with that bonus. And I was like, uh-uh, cancel that bonus. Okay, and so then you're up 140. To, That's not bad. Yeah, so now I'm just going to pace myself. Going into Saturday, I'm a little stressed out because I do get excited about What do you mean going games. into Saturday? There's a game tonight. Well, I have my 12-game parlay already figured out. Oh, you already have it. I've already picked it. It's starting on a Thursday? Yes. Okay. So do you? who do you have tonight? You have the Texans versus the Dolphins. I do have. At, at, at Texans. So I want to know if that's part of your parlay, if we're talking about it right now. Well, Let's... you know my strategy. My strategy is to do one parlay with one game, one team, and then another parlay with another team. So you have more than one parlay. I do. I have three parlays going. <laughs> okay, and here's what, here's what I love. Gambling is awesome to talk about. It's great to do your one bet. It's great to do parlays, but it's so difficult to talk about them. And them to be interesting to other people. I know. So I don't know how we can really discuss his parlays and make it interesting. We'll see. Maybe we post it on Twitter. You follow along that way. Maybe when he wins, that's when we talk about it. But when you give us 12 teams in your parlay, no, I fall asleep every no, time. No, here's the thing. I thought he only had one parlay, Mm-mm. and so I was going to go with what team he had tonight so people could be cheering for that team. And that but was he doesn't. It. He has three. He has three. So now right we don't now, need to know what team you have because you have both teams. As of now, by 4 o'clock today, I may have four parlays going. We'll Let, see. So you have both that. teams tonight. Yes. <laughs> Dude, so he, one he, of his parlays is automatically a loss. Here's the thing. You're a genius. You won that 17 parlay, or was it 10? It was seven. seven. That seven. was amazing. That was awesome. Now when you tell us you have three parlays going, you've got money there, money out this way, oh, you're hedging, you're investing, oh, that's a safety insurance one. Now you're sounding like a crazy person. No, guys, here, listen. All these parlays are $1 bets. Right now I have $3 invested on NFL this whole week. $3 and a chance to win three grand. And that is what's going to be, that's your saving grace. The reason you're doing just $1 bets on stuff, that's amazing. But those $1 bets have to be parlays where you can win great amounts. Your $20 bet to win 12, that's how you lose your ass. That was just a cover so I can make up all my money that I've lost on World Series. That's like you said, people, that, that, say no more. That's like when Seattle is a 14 point favorite at home and someone bets $25,000 on the money line that Seattle's going to win to win $800 and Seattle loses, you think it's a sure bet and it's like, oh, that was stupid. But congratulations, you have both teams tonight, so no matter what, Eddie's parlays move on. It, I mean, that's just, hey. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I'm an automatic winner. Yeah, and you're an automatic loser also. Hey, you're also an automatic loser. you seriously watch two for the money, though? Yeah, I really will. All right. We will. You. And usually we you're going to watch it too? Yeah, I'll watch it. Right. And I we, bought it on iTunes because I wanted to rewatch it. Is it still great? That damn thing. You only got 48 hours to watch it. I missed it in my window. <laughs> you rented yes, it. Yes, I bought so it. So you I, rented it, and then you never watched it? Yeah, I didn't have time in 48 hours. But I was coach, that busy. But, Coach, why it, would it, you rent it 
And if you're not going to sit there and watch it right then. But it won't even count the 24 hours until you start it. Did you start it and then quit? It says I started counting down. I checked it later and said 47 hours. Weird. Yeah. Usually you can click rent, yes. and then and until then when you, you start, start watching it. it, that's when the clock starts. Yes, and usually we start the show with a game, so now we want to play the game. Come on. It's called Would You Rather? Would you rather have diarrhea during your wedding or on your wedding night? Like when you're, yeah, yep. Um, I guess during the wedding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all right, I'll go wedding night. I'll go wedding night because it's not as embarrassing. You're not pooping your pants in front of the whole freaking church or wherever you're getting married. Um, at night, you just be like, "My bad, I got diarrhea." Like we're just gonna have to hold off. <laughs> That's the dumbest, the dumbest question ever. No, this is hilarious. Ray, it really you makes think? you think. Dude, the wedding night has to be the option because during the wedding, there's so many eyes on you. Wedding night, you can get away to a bathroom, cork it, and then get <laughs> get back to your girl. Cork it? Yeah. How do you cork it? There's things. What, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, cork it? If you're having some issues. You can put a stop to that? Yes. With a physical object? Yeah. What are you talking about? You are just making things Dude, he's up. Dead serious. No, Look at his face. He's no, dead I'm serious. dead serious. If I'm saying if you no, no, well, don't Google. So you can, What are you googling? I'm gonna Google. Is there anything you can put <laughs> back there don't to Google. stop diarrhea? <laughs> don't Google no, that. So what I'm saying is, so you can take the fiber pills. There's Metamucil. That takes hours though. The immediate cure. No, no, that makes you go. No, the Metamucil firms it up and firms the stools. That's what the purpose of Metamucil is. And it slows your process I down. I think he's right. Yeah, it's not, it it's doesn't not a make laxative. You yeah. So anyways, if you've got a serious issue, folks, you find a bathroom, you get some toilet paper, and you just cork it. With toilet paper? Yeah. Do, so so you crumble the toilet paper like in a like a tube style, yeah. and then you just shove yeah. it in there? Yeah. That'll keep you. Who taught you that? I've been doing that for a year. At baseball, if you get really nervous before a game, cork it. <laughs> Metamucil is used to treat constipation. It helps you go to the bathroom. Better, yeah. better. Not like I didn't. Know, I didn't think it was a laxative, though. It's I not don't... a laxative, Coach. Laxative is the one that just Coach, I got some go. Metamucil in there. I, I don't know what a laxative is, but I'm saying, if you're trying to stop stuff from coming out, I don't think you're taking Metamucil. Yeah. That helps you go to the bathroom. You're probably right. That's probably what right I mean. That's that. all I'm saying. I don't know what it a laxative is. It helps you go to the bathroom is. in an efficient manner. I literally just took four Metamucils. I'm not going to go to the bathroom in the next 40 minutes. You buy your right. That's what I'm saying. You're saying to stop diarrhea, you would take Metamucil, and that's I don't think that's right. Over it, time, it'll help you in 10 hours, but it's not going to help you immediately. In 10 hours, you're going to be better. You're going to have some efficient, solid restroom usage time. But what I'm saying immediately, you got to find some other quick fix. See, I'm doing it during the wedding because everybody can relate to you. Like, man, I've been there. I, that poor dude, I've been <laughs> there. Like, I've never been there. You never had diarrhea? Not, not where it's come out of my pants. Well. I think everybody says, oh, he must have had something bad to eat, and they totally feel bad for you, and then you can enjoy your wedding night because you don't want to, the one the, that night, you don't want to ruin it with, oh, hold on, honey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be right back. Be sitting on the toilet all night. That's not that much fun. Who cares about the actual wedding? That's just for other people to see that you guys actually got married. So I can stand up there, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, I'll be right back. No problem. I'm okay with having diarrhea during the ceremony. There was one night I was walking my dog oh, about God. 10 years ago, and I was on the other side of the neighborhood. And the other neighborhood's pretty good size. Like, it's not too 
that's not too, it was far from my house. Okay, gated community. And I'm walk I'm walking the dog and I've gotta go. Like it just hits me. Like I've gotta go bad. It's coming. It's coming quick. And it's not solid. So bunch, of, bunch of cul-de-sacs, bunch of suburban area, big so, old mansions. So I squeeze my butt cheeks and I'm just like, come on, let's go, Stony. Here's my dog Stony at the time. I'm like, come on, let's go fast, 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 fast. And I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. So I'm looking at houses and like in between houses, like, do I just go in between a house behind a bush and let it rip? I can't do that. There's, I can't do that. So this, we keep going, keep going. We get to my house. I throw the dog in the backyard. I run inside. I go to my toilet, pull my pants down, and I miss. <laughs> like I was so close, and I missed the toilet, like <laughs> all over the bathroom. And I was like, "Son of a!" Like I was right there, right there, and I missed it. You missed the toilet. Yeah, so picture you like taking your pants no, I, off. I understand. So okay. you were standing up before you got it all the way down. And right before I sit down, it just goes all over. It is possible. There's a very, very small window where you could possibly miss it, and you fit right into that. I um, I had one instance. I was driving back from the valley. Yeah. We had gone to Reynosa in Mexico. Loredo. Yeah. Uh, no, it's McAllen. Okay. And I was driving back to San Antonio, and I mean, I don't know what I ate or what I drank. Chalupa. But <laughs> it was, uh, it, it set my stomach. Like, it was the next day, and I mean, I was in pain. And I mean, I'm in the middle of nowhere. If you've ever driven that from the valley to San Antonio, there's a spot where there, there's nothing. There's from no the gas. From the valley to... Um... It's like, yeah, like an hour outside of San Antonio. There is it's nothing. really a three-hour strip of nothing. I'm nothing. sure somebody's driving it right now. No yeah. gas stations, no nothing. Ooh. And let's just say, <laughs> the, hey, there was an explosion in my pants. While you're driving. While I, while I pulled over on the side of the road. Because like, I was like, oh, oh, and I tried to undo my belt, like thinking it was just too tight, and just boom. So I just had to drive back to San Antonio with, with. it like that. You had nothing in your car to wipe it and get no. It all out. What am I? I'm not gonna wipe because it's in my jeans. Oh, and so I'm not gonna take my clothes off or put more clothes and put it more. You right. know what I mean? Like just that pair of clothes is ruined. So just let that clothes be ruined. Ray, you got one. I guess mine is Costa Rica, man. When I first got there, they <laughs> told us do not drink the water, and I was like, okay, this water's clear. I smelled it; it smells fine. It doesn't smell weird. I bet the water's just fine. It's just people. It's an old wives' tale. People saying that. So I was drinking the water for probably a good six to eight hours while we're taking buses to the city we're all staying in. It was a study abroad trip. We're there for a couple months. I was there for about six uh, hours drinking the water. I'd probably chugged a couple bottles of water. I get to our hostel. And I tell you what, there's no stopping me. I mean, literally, I had to go. There's no way I could get to a bathroom. I'm trying, you know, you're trying to get through fences you've never been through before. I'm trying to open doors I've never opened before. It was my first day at this hostel. And I didn't even know where the bathroom was. So I'm trying to find a room that I don't even know exactly where it is. By the time I get to the room, I'd already, I'd, I'd ended up having diarrhea. Okay, so it was very embarrassing, very bad. But there was a godsend. There was a shower in the bathroom. Boom. So I immediately jumped in the shower. Had my, they were just chill little shorts. Of course they got wet, you know, because I'm cleaning the shorts. My buddies are all just like, did you take a shower in there? I'm like, yeah, dude. For some reason, I hate going like eight hours without taking a shower. I just took one real quick. You know, shorts are soaking wet, but it's Costa Rica. They dried in like an hour. Boom. It was And and you just lied to your boys. They didn't know. They didn't know you had a problem in the pants. It was the craziest moment ever to the best moment, and it was already solved in 10 minutes. (laughs) I just took a little shower inside the hostel, guys. There you go. Do you guys want to shower up too? So what you're saying is when you go to Costa Rica, don't drink the water. So when people say don't drink the water, there's actually something to that probably should. Like, so in Austin right now, they're on a boil notice. They, they should really boil the water. They should listen to them. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy, man. 
Like the city's on a boil notice. Oh, and yeah. I also saw they said like don't do your laundry and limit the amount of showers you take. Right, and... they're trying to limit that water use, trying to get it cleaned up. Wow, and that's still going on. That's ongoing. Yes, I saw it like a couple days ago. It's still ongoing, but they the residents of Austin have responded. I saw the city of Austin water tweet out a graph of the water usage, and it's way down compared to what it normally that's is. Good. So that's so very good. So people are doing it. You talk to your parents? No, nah, I, I talked to them, but I don't talk to them about the boil notice. Okay. Except for my dad, he is grandpa. He did uh, brush my. Uh, nephew's teeth and he forgot about the boil notice. Oh no, he brushed it with the contaminated water? Yeah. He was like, I probably shouldn't tell anybody. Oops. Don't worry, you didn't tell anyone. Yeah, hopefully my brother doesn't listen to this podcast oh, and boy. hear it. You know then he it'll does. Be grandpa and son, you know, going at it. I know your brother listens because he'll he'll troll me on Twitter about. Oh, stuff he does that troll you on Twitter on yeah. But uh, <laughs> Red Sox win again last night. Yeah. Hey, yeah. somebody said under five and a half. That smart man lunchbox. I think he's just about to be right on that one. I'm telling you guys, and I love. Listen, yesterday I came on here and bashed Dave Roberts about his method of switching all the hitters. I went back and did some research. Well, they've been doing that all year. They they if the left-handers they don't bat against, they don't start against left-handed pitching, but at some point I feel like because their math like their GM is really into the analytics and it's all about the math the numbers the numbers numbers so they go strictly so by we, the numbers. We hear you there. We are well, we crunch numbers. Here. I don't understand when <laughs> eventually you have to keep someone on the bench. Their their catcher Yasmani Grandal. He he's like three for thirty-five in the postseason and he can't catch a ball. So at what point do you say you know what? Yasmani, I'm not going to let you go into the game. Even though we our math says, oh, you should hit against the right-handed pitchers, Like, just leave him on. He's three for 35. He's hurting your team. Yeah, but the math also says that he sucks in the postseason. That's right? what I mean. <laughs> like, his three for 35 says, hey, he's having a rough go against the top pitchers in the playoffs, so why don't you just leave him on the bench for a – unless it's a big spot, you need a home run, okay, let's try it. But just to automatically bring him in because a right-handed pitcher comes in, I, I still don't get it. Like – well, they're down two games, so it's they're dumb. down two games. The, game, the winning proves the losing proves that they're not smart. Well, yes, and Alex Cora, like I like what he did last night. The manager for the Red Sox, Stephen Pierce, coming up to bat. He's a right-handed hitter. So what do the uh, Dodgers do? They go to the bullpen, bring in Ryan Matson. Does Alex Cora automatically send up Mitch Moreland nope. to pinch hit, who goes in to play first base later in the game? No, he lets Pierce hit against the right-handed pitcher. And what does Pierce do? He walks, draws a walk. They can still hit. So then they score a couple runs. Boom, it works out. He didn't overly just freak out and automatically because a right-handed pitcher come in, put the left-handed hitter up. That made me think of you last night when Pierce went in and they made the change real quick. I'm like, oh, there he's walking out. Like, wow, just like clockwork. Are you guys watching these games with all these pitching changes? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. That's terrible. That is one thing. Oh, my. They got to speed that up, dude. Uh, When that pitcher runs in, he needs to have already been warmed up. See, that's my brother says the sprint. There should be a one-minute limit. That that guy better be on that mound in one minute, or it's an automatic walk. What's the time on the warm-up like? Oh, dude, it's they have like ten minutes to come. My brother has a great idea, and I'm going to back him up on this. He says that what a warm once you bring a pitcher in from the bullpen, they should get no warm-up pitches when they get in the game. Correct. They've already warmed up in the bullpen. Yes. And the counter argument is every mound is different. Correct. I was going to say that, but. Too bad. Too bad. Like, you well, have been warming up in the bullpen. Let's get out of here and let's throw strikes. Well, I just think, like, you get up there. It's a different scenario. You got, I mean, you're in the you're in the field. You're on the field, legit. Like, you're looking at a different angle. Everything's different. The mound's different. At least get five pitches or something. You can get five pitches in and get a feel of, like, all right, I'm ready to go. But, yeah, that's, what is it, two minutes? 
it feels like forever because people sit here and talk about baseball is too slow, but we need to speed it up. That's one way to speed it up is to, hey, no warm-up pitches once you get in the game because you've already been warming up in the bullpen. Dude, imagine if it happened in the other sports like that. NBA, boom, they come back from timeout. LeBron's taking jump shots, warming up. Right. I mean, NFL, Brady's throwing some warm-up passes. Oh, across the middle? Okay, good one for the arm. They're taking no other sport. Do you come back from commercial <laughs> and they're doing warm-ups? They're ready to play when we're back from commercial. That's a great point. So, like, let, let, yeah. let, let's say, let, let's say um, Chris Paul's coming in off the bench. You know what I mean? Like he's been sitting out for ten minutes. Okay, they Chris Paul. Give, he's dribbling with two basketballs, they, warming up yeah, and dribbling, dude. They don't give him a minute to go to the other end and shoot three pointers to practice. Dude, no, dude, LeBron's doing a warm a layup line real quick while we're back from commercial. No, they're so ready to what play. What is it? Just tradition? Like, what? Why, why do they keep doing it then? I wonder if there's really something to the two minutes like they need that i really don't know if there's a what the time is i or if they just say a certain amount of pitches or they right okay okay i'm good now let's go ahead and go but i love it you're right because in another sport they don't get to do that uh a field goal kicker doesn't get to come out and kick field goals in practice before okay all right i kicked five let's go ahead and line up for the field okay, goal guys the kicker just made five field goals now we're gonna do the real one here we go <laughs> they never do that dude huh Interesting. I like to hear from a pitcher to see if there's something to that. Is there also a pitch clock too between pitches now? They're, they're in the minor leagues. They've been testing hey, it, but it is not enforced. At I was all. gonna say it's not really enforced. I went to the Nashville Sounds game, dude. That thing goes to zero. The only fun thing to do at a baseball game is watch that thing go to zero, <laughs> dude. It never it goes to zero, and they don't do a thing about How it. How long is that clock? It's like what. 20 seconds? Yeah, 25 but, seconds? 35 yeah. seconds? Something like that. Uh, I, so dude, would you, and they would, thought would about. You, would you want that in the major leagues? No. Because the major leagues, I mean, maybe in the regular, I don't even know if they're in the regular season because once you get to the playoffs, every pitch is so important and you're worried about signs. And I don't want it to be decided because they are not on the same page and you're rushing the pitcher to just pitch. Like, I like it when the catcher has to go out and talk it over because it's yeah. a very intense moment. Every pitch changes a playoff series. It can, it has the potential to. That's why I do like playoff baseball because every at bat, so I don't want it to be where it's just rushed through and they're not concentrating. But and they said they limited the amount of amount of mound visits now. That doesn't it solve doesn't make anything, anything different. It doesn't change. And anything. how many of those mound visits are legit? I feel like they just go up there, they cover their mouths with their gloves, and they just go like, oh, "So what's up? You feeling good? Yeah, I feel good, man. All right, all right, let's go." No, they're talking strat. They're talking what's like the infielders need to know what the, the pit- next pitch is. Well. They're knowing what the signals are, so they can watch the catcher too, so two they know what pitches. Pl- two fingers means fastball. We're gonna go with the third signal this time. You know what I mean? Like third signal is the real pitch because they throw a bunch of signs down to confuse other people. And do they put the glove over their mouth? So you can't so read that, their mouth. So you can't read their mouth. That's yes. why. Absolutely. I always thought maybe they have bad breath or something. They're just like covering it up. No, they they cover it up because they don't. And sort of like uh, in the NFL when they're doing a play call, they put the play sheet over their mouth so you can't see it. That's it. Yeah, wow. because people could go back and watch film and read their lips. Okay, so that's the, that was my question. It's not that people on the field can actually see it. It's the TV will pick it up, the close-ups, yes, and, and I feel use like, it later. Or in baseball, someone could be watching in the upstairs, and they, hey, tell someone, hey, this is what they're yeah. saying. So, yes, I, yeah. I, they, they always cover their mouth like this. Yeah, I was wondering that. It's not a bad breath thing. Okay. But, yeah, and I want to say, game one, let's go back to game one. Eddie was kind of right. What? Eddie was kind of right. He said, I think Mookie Betts went and stole the base because of the Taco Bell Taco giveaway. He wanted to be known as the Taco Bell guy. And so I didn't see this, but here's a little um, interview after game one of the World Series. 
Mookie, you let off the game base hit. Obviously, you go on first pitch. What's interesting is Kershaw's only allowed three stolen bases. Great way to start, but did you find something, or did you say, I'm going first move? Um, it was just one of those things we tried. We said be aggressive early, um, you know, try and uh, get a run across. And on top of that, I just wanted some tacos. <laughs> yeah! What up? I was the only dude who would ever think that, right? You said that. You're probably the only person that would think that. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know if you know. Obviously, he's joking. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I and then I thought about it later. I'm like, you know, I said it's only on TV during the playoffs. Like he can't have seen it. But then I remember they're not playing every playoff game. So whenever their game's not on, they're probably watching, watching the other the game. Commercial. And so they see that commercial. And he's That's like, what I'm saying. And so I think in the back of his mind, he was like, you know what? It's first inning. Screw it. I'm just going to go for it. Give America free tacos. They'll love me forever. And let's just go. Let's do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Steal second. Boom. Free tacos. Free tacos. And he's at second. Come on. Let's score When is the free it. taco giveaway? On November 1st, I believe. I saw that in a commercial. I don't know the exact date, but yeah. That's... It's in November. So, so. I, I just wanted to say that, hey, you listen to Sword Losers. You're going to hear a different angle and you're going to hear a different thing. And sometimes it turns out to be kind of true. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm wrong a lot of the times, but dude, thank that you. is hey. so funny that he even brought up the tacos because you think they're so dialed in, and then but they got a sense of humor. But, I love it. But then look at the Taco Bell commercial now. Now it's that stolen base, and as soon as he touches second, a bunch of tacos spit out of the of the base. You know, now that's the commercial. So I'm thinking like, well, who, who is it? Mookie Betts in the commercial? Yeah, now? yeah. yeah they, oh wow, they, they already changed. They, it. They used that play, and it's already part of the commercial already. So in my mind, I'm just like, dude, this is such a deal that was like, all right, we're ready to do it. So you think the Dodgers let him steal? No, 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 no. I feel like Mookie in the back of his mind was like, I'm going to do this for the tacos. And then Taco Bell's ready to roll. Ready to roll. Get that footage. As soon as he does it, boom, let's put it up. And they should do it so that nobody in L.A. gets free tacos. Your guys didn't steal the base. <laughs> Anybody, like throughout the world, right, the I think rest that's of good. everybody else should get the free taco. But if you live in the greater Los Angeles area or downtown, you should not get a taco because the opposing team stole the base. Yes, that's a good, good that, point. That's an incentive to keep them from stealing, and then your fans get punished because you didn't do a good job. Like literally, if you're a Dodgers fan and yeah. you go to Taco Bell on the day, to get that free taco and you're celebrating the guy that stole a base on your team, you're not a real fan. Like, there's no, you really are going to go in that Taco Bell and wait in the line and almost celebrate another they, guy stealing a base on your team during the World Series and you probably lost the World Series. You're just not a great fan if you're going for that free taco. Yeah, if you're wearing a Dodgers hat or a Dodgers shirt and you get that free taco, you should be ashamed of yourself. And guys, it's November 1st from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Get your Doritos Locos taco. Nice. That's it. That's pretty good. Thanks, Mookie Betts. Appreciate that. America loves you. So you're giving a shout-out to Mookie Betts? Yeah, dude. I mean, everyone should love Mookie Betts for that. And I want to give a shout-out to the University of Michigan gymnastics team. Yeah, good job. Where's this one going? happened there? Oh, man. You didn't see this one? No. University of Michigan gymnastics assistant coach Scott Vettery, 39, has resigned from his spot because he was caught in the backseat of the car with freshman gymnasts having a little... uh, Hmm. Is that, is that illegal? They were in public. They were in an apartment complex, oh. and they were just in the backseat of the car. He's 39. She's a freshman on the team. She's 18. Yeah, yeah but the 30... She's 18? She's 18. It's legal. Okay, he, okay. He's married. Okay. But, but she's a freshman but again, on the... again, not worthy of any kind of law. Like, Yeah, but I'm just saying... You never hear, we don't ever talk gymnastics, but I think it's... <laughs> this is the only time Lunchbox wants to bring up gymnastics. <laughs> I just was like, man, that's crazy, dude. Like, 
But do you think he should have gotten fired for that? He resigned. Oh, oh, oh he just resigned because he's embarrassed. Embarrassed. I don't understand. Like, uh, okay, you can't have the coach sleeping with the. Athletes. Assistant coach. You can't have him sleeping with but the what athletes. what if love is love? What if they just love each other? Okay, and... then they go love each other. But you can't, as a coach, you can't be sleeping with athletes. That's period. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. You can't? Yeah. So Roberts can't sleep with Puig. They're professionals. It's different. Oh, it's different. So it's just college. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just wonder what the real, like, why he resigns. If that, because it's not, a, I mean, yes, it's embarrassing. He's married. He got caught. This is a, you know. They were charged with an indecent or obscene act in public. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost, it's an illegal thing. It's not just, it's illegal by the law's standards. Yes, because they're in public doing it. Okay. Like if they were in the apartment doing it, there's nothing illegal about it. Like if they were just having a, an affair. Like nothing he, illegal. Nothing about illegal it. about it. Probably wouldn't even get resi- wouldn't resign or anything. But dude, you no, think he about re- it. no, he didn't resign. Okay, because he's still sleeping with the athlete, student athlete. So bottom line, it's the it's the student athlete and the yeah. coach relationship. I think that's why that he has to resign. But he was immediately suspended the day we they learned about the incident, and then now he's resigned. Hmm. Man, I'm this just, is the first time we've ever talked about gymnastics on the Sore mm-hmm. Losers podcast. Hey, not bad. Yeah, and I just love it. And the Lakers got in the win column. You guys thought they were going to go 0-15. Oh, man. So they're not in trouble. They won 131-113 last night. You want to know And you want to know how good LeBron is? Let's go check out the Cavaliers. Oh, they lost 102-86 to the Nets to fall to 0-4. Yeah, LeBron left just in time. Yeah. Would they ever lose that bad when they had LeBron? Oh, they would, but they wouldn't be 0-4. So, yeah. They Dude, wouldn't be 0-4. LeBron was good when he had Kyrie in Cleveland. This last year, they weren't any good. He had K-Love and Tristan Thompson. They went to the NBA Finals. But they weren't good. They didn't stand a chance, dude. That was the biggest If you get to ever. the NBA Finals, you're they pretty good. Dude, conference. LeBron got to the NBA Finals all the time with Cleveland. That's why he left, because they never stood a chance. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not good, but I'm just saying they didn't. You said they're not, they weren't good. But... You said they weren't good last year. They were. <laughs> and now you just said, I'm, you're not saying they weren't good. No, they were in a they were in a weak conference. No, no, the Eastern Conference was weak, Good and LeBron gosh. is finding out how hard the Western Conference Ooh. is going to be. Like, yes, it was cool that he went to the conference fi- or the NBA Finals, what eight years in a row, something like that. Okay, great, but you were playing against the Eastern Conference. It was a lot easier to go in the Eastern Conference. Why is the Western Conference much harder than the Eastern? That's how conference? it is, dude. It's like, just, what what is it about? It's arbitrary. There's no d- exact reason. It just happens. Yeah, it just happened. Sort of like the East used to be amazing with the Pistons yeah. and the Bulls, Bulls and the Pacers. I mean, Magic. the Knicks. It was it was just stacked. In the West, was eh, it was okay. And for some reason, the last 10 years, it's shifted. it's shifted over to the West. So think about it. In the NBA, the best teams are in the West. In the NFL, the best teams are in the East. In the, in the East? I mean, I was going to say the Patriots. And okay. kind of like the Atlanta, East, South, Southeast, South. Mm. The Rams are looking pretty good. Okay, well, that could change this year. But I'm saying, for the most part, it's South, Southeast for Seattle's NBA. Seattle's been pretty good. And then for baseball, it's the East. So it's always the East is better than the other sports. Really? The Dodgers are in the World Series? They're going to get beat, though. It's, but, it's but, Boston. But, but they're the second-best team in baseball, then. But that's how it's— And the Astros were had 103, two wins in the regular season. It's too there. many variations to make All that. Right. I was trying to hope yeah, that it, yeah, I wanted yeah. it to be definitive, I mean, but it, it wasn't. It, it was a good It was a good try, good but I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Hockey. The East. <laughs> Uh, including Canada, who won the uh, who won the Stanley Capitals. Cup last year? Oh, the Capitals! Did, so there's yeah. a lot of good so teams that's, out that's east. There's a lot of good teams out east. Yeah, but there's a lot of good teams out west. But now with NBA, it's it's all west. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good teams up north. What I'm saying is, if you are in NBA, go west. If you're in no, a, if you're NBA and you want a chance to win, go east. Go, east. go the opposite. Well, yes, yeah, because there's not. That's a lot why of competition. I thought LeBron. I, I mean, I was shocked that LeBron went to LA because he was going to find out how hard it is to win. 
in the West. In the East, if he stays, wherever he goes in the East, they're going to the NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. And so that's why I was like, wow. So now the East is wide open because you don't have LeBron to go through. Mm-hmm. What's up with these people breaking their 50, their records? 50 score? What did, what did uh, Steph Curry do last night? 53 points last night? Did you see that? 51, something like that. 53. Yeah, That's not it. even the main thing right now is why are NBA games so high scoring? They I have in, in, bet, in the betting world, folks, back in the day, when, this is like five years ago maybe, Phoenix Suns showed this new offense with Mike D'Antoni, and they put up a hundred. the over-under for them every game was 227 points. And the Phoenix Suns did shootout basketball, crazy high scoring, run and gun, boom, boom, boom. Then the Warriors adopted that, and their over-unders tended to be in the 220 range. Now all of a sudden, Vegas is putting some of these NBA over-unders at 237 points. I have never seen that in my entire life. These NBA totals over-unders are the highest they've ever been. NBA games are all in the hundreds. Rarely does a team score in the 80s unless they're Cleveland. It's crazy. So Steph Curry scored 51 points last night. Blake Griffin scored 50 the night before. I mean, There's no defense in the NBA right now. I've I've watched a couple of the NBA games on a Friday, Saturday night when I'm just chilling at the crib. Cause and also NBA League Pass is free right now. I think you get it for another maybe yeah. maybe a week or they shut it down already. But it's just these teams are just launching up threes. Boom, three. Oh, you got a three. Okay, cool. I got a three. There's nobody playing any defense, which is kind of it's entertaining to watch. I love seeing them launch it. Yeah, good defense is entertaining. They, they, good they, offense is entertaining. They've changed a few of the rules. When what? you get an offensive rebound, the shot clock doesn't go back to 24 anymore. It that, goes to 14. That so is you, a big difference. So you have to put more shots up, dude. And you called that. You said it's going to make the games go higher. Yes, it's going to make the games go higher because more shots, more buckets. There's a lot more shots. And and they're not allowing you to, when a player cuts through the lane, you know, they used to kind of grab them or whatever and impede their progress. They don't allow that. They call foul. Can't touch them. Because they want more scoring. They're learning from the NFL that people like scoring. And so they're trying to make it easier on the offense to score. And that's why they changed it from an offensive rebound goes to 14 so you don't pull it back out and run clock. They want shots going up. They want points on the board. They want excitement. That's why. Everybody's complaining. Like I saw some Spurs fan. I'm a Spurs fan. And they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the Spurs defense is giving up 121 points a game. Well, if you look at the NBA, all teams are giving up a lot of points because of these new rules. That's what happens. Yeah. 130 was unheard of 10 years ago. <laughs> right. And now well, it's just. Golden a- State's always been in that ballpark, Bubba. No. Not really. Bubba. Golden Not State. Not before the shot clock. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, after that happened, that's when you saw these scores get really high. So now it's like the teams with the three-point shooters, dog. I mean, they're that's the big where, ballers. Oh, Dude, yeah. The Pelicans, yeah, they, oh, they only shoot behind the three-point line, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so that's why the NBA, like, uh, 144 to 122. That is crazy, dude. That's an NBA All-Star game. I was seeing some of these scores, and I was like, huh, do they do the NBA All-Star game at the beginning of the year now? These are out-of-this-world scores. I've never seen teams put up this many points. Again, does anyone talk about that shot clock thing? Because that theory is really, like, the truth. No, that is the... That is the truth. Are there other analysts talking about that? Did they say that that was going to happen, or are you the only one? I have no idea. No, lunch like, could have been the only one. No, if you're the only no, one, stop it. Guys, stop, stop it. No, no, no. Hey, no, p- please let us. Can I we am brag? not the only one. There are so many people Screw that em. watch sports. Screw them. The NBA did it with that intention. So that was their thinking. No, like, and they didn't come out guys, and say that. This is why we have lunch blocks on the show, guys. He brings you those facts. And maybe those shot clock rules, maybe they 
bring some teams closer to the Warriors. Maybe the Warriors ain't no because as top they're, of scoring, the... they're scoring one forty, dude. Oh, <laughs> so the other so, teams went so, to one thirty, but the Warriors went one forty. Yeah, I dude, mean, maybe it... this brings some of the teams a little closer to the Warriors. If you can just launch fast, Kevin Durant isn't as valuable. Oh, he is still good and stuff. What do you mean? Why, I don't know. Why? I was just watching the Pelicans, dude. All they do is sit behind the three point line and just launch. No, they're good, dude. It's amazing. They're good. I mean, they're they're one of the teams that everybody's like, oh, maybe they give the Warriors Dude, a you, shot. You said they're good. I like them. The Nuggets, they're pretty soft. I mean, they're a bunch of people you're not going to be able to name if they were walking down the street, but they've put together a good little team. I love it. And uh, now I want to talk this, about this new survey that I saw, I read about, and I want to know your answers. Go ahead. They said the average guy would break his best friend's leg for $6,000. Would you break your best friend's leg for six thousand bucks? Would my best friend be okay with it? I that do, it's not part. Of, it just says, would you break your best friend's leg? It's not for, worth it, man. No, he can sue me for way more than that. No, I mean six thousand dollars. You go on the street and hustle. You can make that in two months. A million, I'll break your leg right now. Okay, would you get a face tattoo for one hundred twenty-eight thousand? Nope. Uh, face the average, the average guy would get would for one hundred twenty eight thousand dollars would get a face tattoo. That's so. I mean, gosh, how desperate for money are you? If That's I was going to be an Uber driver full time, yes, I'll take one hundred twenty eight thousand. <laughs> That's true. But I'm saying career People opportunities. Want to get in an Uber with you with a face tattoo? True. Like if you if I got an Uber and the dude had a face tattoo, I'd be like, Ooh. No, no, no. If I'm by myself, no big deal. But if, if I'm, I'm the wife, Uber driver, I would leave my picture. On my profile as the old one before I got a face tattoo. That's smart. And then when people got in the car, I mean, they've already ordered it. And if they cancel it, you're getting $5 either way. And I am an Uber driver. And the times I've driven people, you realize most people don't don't, even look. Don't even look at you. They're looking at your phone. They barely look at your car. They barely look at anything. They're on their phone. They're talking to the person they're with. They're drunk. Dude, most people don't remember anything about their Uber ride. Do you guys talk to your Uber drivers? Absolutely. I I I sit in the front seat. You do? Absolutely. You have to ask them if that's okay, though. No, I just open the door. Oh, you should probably ask them. I did that one time and the dude got mad. Nah, uh, uh, get in the back. I was Uh like, oh, my bad, my bad, dude. Sorry, I didn't know that was your rule. If you want to eliminate uh, conversation immediately as an Uber driver and I also ride Uber, all you got to say is, hey, man, can you turn off the radio a little bit? That means I don't want to talk. Let's just enjoy the ride. Okay, so whenever they have the radio on, they, they sometimes ask you, like, hey, is this music cool with you? Do you want to hear Yeah. And what do you tell them? It's fine. I don't care. Do you ever say, like, nah, man, give me some hip-hop? Nope. Never say that. Hey, you got any country music on there? Oh, dude, they'll play country, and I'm like, hey, man, we're going to the club. Can you put on some rap? Okay. Yeah. So, you're, so Ray, you're the one I that I control requests. the radio, and I tell them the level of volume I want. No, I'm always, I'm always good with whatever they got on. Would you eat a worm for 65 bucks? Absolutely. I'll eat three for I'll 108 eat. 95 Great math, but yes, I'll do that. I was at a party in high school, and uh, we were really drunk, and the, the girl whose house we were at, she had a whole tank of goldfish. And he ate a worm, folks. No, she had a whole tank of goldfish. You ate a goldfish. And some dude goes, I'll give you 20 bucks and eat a goldfish. Easy. I'll, in my mouth. And then the rest of the dudes came in like, did you just eat that goldfish? Yeah, dude, it's not bad. Look, I ate another one. Boom. They all started eating goldfish. Next thing you know, chick comes in, all the goldfish are gone. She's like, "What did you guys do with my goldfish?" They're like, "We ate them." Dude, my bad. There's a bar. You ate the goldfish for yeah. twenty bucks, and then you ate a second one for no money. For no money, and then everyone else was like, "That's awesome!" And everyone else ate one. And the chick was like, "You ate all my goldfish." In the uh, greater Dallas uh, area, there's a bar you can do a goldfish shot. And you do the shot, and a fish goes down your throat as you're drinking It's it. It's like sushi. What? Dude, people are doing these goldfish all the time now. My buddy's like, yeah, we do this all the time. I'm like, what? Well, given my stomach's pretty screwed up now as an adult, I don't know if it's because of the goldfish, but it could have been. I, I've eaten worms. I've eaten goldfish. I was the dude at the party all the time. People were like, I bet you wouldn't eat that. <laughs> Give me that worm. 
They did that at y'all's parties? Yeah, we'd be camping, like a group of us, like 50 people. It'd be like, oh, look at this worm. Would you eat it? Yeah, give it to me. Boom. It's a worm. Who cares? Wow. Okay. It's called The Minnow Shot, and it's at Redneck Heaven in Arlington, Texas. Boom. Did you go there? Yeah. Did you take the shot? Yeah. And PETA has a thing that says, urge this Texas bar to ditch the cruel minnow shots. Oh, it's PETA. Wow. Hey, PETA, come after me. I did two of them. Critics rip Texas bar... <laughs> That, sh- that serves shots with live fish, USA Today. This is back from 2016. I don't know if they still do it, but yes. Now, I don't want to be the one to go after PETA, but what's the difference between fishing and cooking your fish and eating a minnow? <laughs> from a shot. I don't really see the difference. If you eat the minnow or you just go fishing and catch a fish and cook it and eat it. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see the difference. I don't know. That, And I guess they opened a redneck heaven in San Antonio. Guess we're going, boys. Next Lingerie, time we're body paint, live fish shots. What? It's Redneck <laughs> Heaven opening in San Antonio. Dude, that's right this up your alley. This is August 10th, 2017. Let's wow. go. Dude, all hey, it's missing guys. is UFC okay. night. Okay. Love it. I am looking at a picture from this story from MySA.com. Oh. And the bartenders, <laughs> they ain't lying. They don't. They wear body paint. Hmm. Wait, nothing? Just body paint? Just body paint. Uh, so apparently yeah. they so got apparently, bottoms though. They okay. got bottoms. So apparently this bar isn't known for the minnow shot anymore. It's now the body paint. My bad. Oh boys. well, hey, hey. well, <laughs> hey, look at this. They, there are restaurants. Whoa, whoa. Redneck Heaven, where the scantily clad female servers will bend over for a complimentary spanking. What? After they serve you a cheeseburger. Listen, guys. When I went there, all I remember was great food and a great oh, time. They'll bend you over. For a spanking, sorry. I'm, I'm good with that. I don't need that. No, no, you got to sign a waiver first, though. I don't need a spanking from them. I'm good. Wow. Man, I don't remember that. <laughs> you know where I'm going for Christmas? San Antonio. Oh, yeah! my gosh. I might take my dad there. Hey, hey you need- sweetie, you ever heard of a place that has a good burger? It's called Redneck something? <laughs> we should go check it out. Great burger. Lunchbox and Ray were telling me it's a great place. Great place. I'm gonna- dad, you want to go? We walk in. They got body paint. My ah! The juniors, my kids are like, well, Dan, what are they? Dad, mm-hmm. they have a fish tank. Don't go over there, son. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, they said I can order a minnow. Dad, can I get my body painted? <laughs> no, son. No. <laughs> Boys, stop. Daddy, why did, why did she just spank you? But they're doing face painting, Daddy, like the carnival. No, no, it's not face painting, son. Oh, my. hey, Friday, October 19th. Oh, that was last week. It's wet paint day. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. These guys goodness. are going hard. This is awesome. No, what's it called? Redneck what? Redneck heaven. Redneck heaven. San Antonio, Texas. Wow. That's pretty cool. Hey, Redneck Heaven, if you guys want to do advertisements on the Sort Loser Show, we're in. And we just spent five minutes talking about your place. I mean, that is, that's something I never knew. I, Ray, that, thank you for bringing that to the show. Dude, that, my boy Billy was like, I got it. He hooks it. Whenever I go to Arlington, Dallas area, <laughs> dude, he hooks up all the cool places. Billy. The, the best strip clubs, the best places to get a burger, the best games, you know, Cal- Cowboys and Rangers. Yeah, I got Rangers. you. Speaking of games, tonight, Texans. Hosting the Dolphins. What's yeah. the line? I think it's set, Texans seven. Ask Eddie's got ten parlays. Yeah, you got ten parlays, yeah, dude. I mean, but I, I, I'm I interested picked to them up see at the, seven and a half. Ooh, it's at website. eight and a half. It's at eight and a half now. Yeah. I picked them up at seven and a half. I'm interested. Oh, in this I was game. on the NBA line. Sorry. Oh, my God, oh my. <laughs> he, he has Houston. Houston up. <laughs> he has Houston up on the NBA line. I'm interested in this game for a couple of reasons. Yes, tell because me. the Texans we thought were going to be really good at the beginning of the year. Correct. I thought they were the line be good. is seven and a half. Sorry. And okay. All right, I was like, oh. They were they they look <laughs> terrible in the beginning of the season. Their offensive line is bad. 
Last week they finally looked good against Jacksonville. Like they they I felt like they dominated the whole game. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson, let's see. I mean, they got Lamar Miller going last week. And so I'm interested to see if they can make Brock Osweiler look like Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. Because he was their old quarterback and they got rid I mean, they gave him away. They they To Denver. To Cleveland. Oh, to Cleveland. And they said, listen, if you'll take him, we'll give you a third round pick. Or something. They gave them a, a draft pick just to get rid of him, so they didn't have to pay his nineteen million dollars. Because they signed. What's crazy is they signed him to a huge deal. Their head coach had never even met him. He just saw him on tape. Yes, he met him when they came. They came for the press conference. Like that is unbelievable. That is. And then they got rid of him after one season. You, all right, man? So you, you done with this podcast? <laughs> you good? You ready to go home or what? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and you got Texas Tech West Virginia tonight. Oh, it's a Thursday night game? I believe whoa, that's the game. Oh, I can parlay those two, right? Let's see, here we go. Dude, that's a pretty dirty Thursday night game. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we got... No, it's Baylor-West Virginia. Exactly. Wait, before we move on, though, Sorry. So, so who are you picking for tonight? Seven, seven and a half. Gosh. I don't know. I, I don't know about... I, I don't really like the, the spread. I just like the Texans to win. I, I don't know about the spread. I wouldn't bet it. This is one of those ones where it's just like, ugh, it's an ugly line. It's an ugly game. Miami is, they're feisty, but short week going to Houston. I like Houston to win the game, but is I don't know about the Ajayi seven. back? Ajayi, yeah, he's back. He's back? Yeah. He's he's starting. Hmm. So Osweiler's the quarterback for the Dolphins? Yeah, because Tannehill's, Tannehill's out. He has a shoulder injury. This will be his third game missed. All right, guys, I'm ready to give my So lock. why? You like you like Ajayi in the backfield? You think that makes for a For the Eagles, deal? yeah. Yeah, exactly. He plays yeah. for the Eagles. I'm glad you just realized right, I was that. Just, I was just, that was just the random thought that I had. <laughs> you just realized that. <laughs> Wait, so, who, so who's Miami missing, though? Miami's missing something. So how long did it take you to realize that, that I, Ajayi played? As soon as you asked They don't me the got question. their star receiver anymore. He got traded to the Browns. Listen, as soon as you always look at me like I've got, I said something right, I doubt myself because I know that I'm not right. As soon as you look you're at me, you're talking like, about Jarvis Landry. Yeah, they yeah. haven't had him oh, all hey, year, dude. Bless him. I know, but I'm saying bless, bless him. him. He ain't with him. Bless, bless him. him. All right, guys. No, I no, got no, my... no. But but who are uh, the Dolphins are missing their running back? Who's their running back? Kenyon Drake. No, that's not their starter, is it? Yeah. I thought they were missing someone. Okay, coach. Iron this stuff out before the show. You sound like an idiot. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get my bet right. Okay, guys, you ready for me to lock it up? I'm going to go over to the NBA for tonight. I don't like the NFL line. That's dirty. That's a dirty line. It's a real ugly one. So I'm going to go NBA, the Nuggets, Lakers. You're going to have to wait up real late tonight. Most games, area codes, it's not going to get uh, zip codes and time zones. It's not going to get over until after midnight. Lakers, Nuggets, over 236 and a half points. Oh, lock it up. And then thank me tomorrow. This one, put a couple hundred on. I'm not telling you put your mortgage on it. I'm not even saying give uh, it a majority of your paycheck. I'm saying $200. That's something you would spend on a typical weekend. Use it for this game. Double it up. You can have twice the fun this weekend. So Nuggets, Lakers, over 236 and a half points. Lock it up. All right. You're gonna have to wait up late though. Game won't get over till midnight. Yeah, it's gonna be a late game. <laughs> hey, for NFL this week, I I mean, look, there's no beef. You've got to take the Chiefs. Like that is your lock. Were I, you trying I, to I, rhyme? I, I, I was thinking about it. Because that was stupid. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> wait, you're doing your lock of the week on a Thursday? Don't get. Oh man, I thought today was Friday. Hey guys, Dang. Eddie's gonna give you a lock that doesn't happen for three days. Sorry, right. guys. Hey, scratch that. I'll <laughs> give you the same lock tomorrow. Hey my guys, bad. I got a game that starts in a week. Here's Dang my lock it. of the night. 
<laughs> Dude, my, my, my schedule's all screwed up. I don't even know what today is. Yeah, you still think Jay Ajayi's starting for the Dolphins. I did, man. <laughs> if you guys listen to that last three minutes back, Eddie sounds like he knows nothing about sports. I don't. I, that's how but I he, start. But the crazy thing is, he's been getting some bets right lately. Because you don't have to know everything about sports to win money. And that's You're the right. betting. He doesn't take the too much of the sports center stuff into effect because he doesn't watch sports center. Correct. So that's why I, I love Eddie's swag and I love how he's betting right now. He's doing an outsider's approach that most people don't do. Hey, speak, yeah, speaking bet of. Bet on both teams. You're going to win either way. Speaking I'm of, I, I was reading an article on NBA and they were talking about like oh he drops 11 trays like they call three pointers trays yeah yeah where have you been T-R-E-Y-S what what's the why do they call if them you, trays I don't know dude but if you put the ball in the b- basket with both hands and you touch the rim at the same time slam dunk yeah. no 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 what's a tray is my uh, question it's I a three pointer yeah but why do they call it tray like I don't a, know. like a cafeteria tray I don't know because if they're trying to do three as in in Spanish it's tres like they're ridiculous. Like, they're stupid. Like, these sports people are so dumb. They come up with the dumbest thing. Like, oh, he dropped a tray. Like, you know it's you tres, know, right? You know what they call a nice pass? What? Dropping a dime. Why do they do that? <laughs> Why? I don't know. You, is that stupid? Well, no. The only reason it's stupid because I think that they're doing tray because of three in Spanish is tres. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these guys are ridiculous. Like, they're, they're stupid. People come mm-hmm. up with the dumbest thing, and they get it going. And then the rest of America, they're stupid, too, going, yeah, he dropped a tray. Like, okay, see, now because these idiot sports guys are saying tray, now all of America is saying tray. What's your lock? Oh, for NFL? Something. People I'm, come to this show for betting. I'll save my lock for the NFL for tomorrow. I thought today was Friday. <laughs> Here's your lock. Eddie's not giving you one. I mean tonight. Wow. Tonight, I would say I would get the points. I would take Dolphins okay. plus seven and a half. I mean, is that your lock? You've got to lock it in. Yeah, take the Dolphins. I mean, they're not going to get blown out. It's the Texans. I mean, Coach, you're giving us your lock like you're ordering at a fast food restaurant. Like, I think, be confident. I think the Texans win by seven, but they won't cover. So take the Dolphins plus seven and a half. Plus seven and a half. That's my. L- Go ahead, say it for me. I thought you said lock the door. What is your? Thing? Oh yeah, yeah. slam the door. All right, lunch. I don't have a lock tonight. All right. I told you, I don't. It's seven and a half. It's the, a dirty line. The beauty of this show is, if you're not feeling a lock, we don't give a lock. Right? We're not just those shows that are wrong sometimes and right sometimes. We're always right. I gave you the. <laughs> I, I gave you the World Series. Hey, I gave you the World wrong. Series under six games. But that, that was dirty. But and I, that's not done yet. Oh, I understand. But oh, it's I, looking real good. No, I know. I understand. But I'm just that, saying, but, like I, I but seven and a half is is a, a weird line. I don't like it, so I'm not going to mess with it. But speaking, we were talking about the NBA a little bit. And if you want to read a cool article, an interesting article How about trays, no, just go over to the Players Tribune. That's a good one. It's a very good one. And Darius Miles wrote one about his life in the NBA and what he's doing now. And it's a pretty interesting read. Like he, where he came from, going straight from his experience of going straight from high school to the NBA, and just like. He never thought he would make it out of his neighborhood because he was dodging gunshots as a kid. It's a it's a really good read. So if you got time after you get done listening to this podcast, we'll tweet it out. Uh, Some of those articles are a little on the longer side, aren't they? Yeah, but they're in, those. What are, the hell happened to Darius Miles? Yeah, okay. it's a it's a good read. Like it's like man, you don't think about some of that stuff. You just see them making the NBA. And you're like, oh man, they must be living the life. But yeah, we'll tweet it out. Sore loser show on uh, Twitter. Uh, have a great day.
And we'll put up some of these uh, questions that we asked on the show from the article about would you get a face tattoo for this amount of money? Have a great day. Raise lock again. Nuggets, Lakers, over 236.5 points tonight, late night. Lock it up. And Eddie's taking the Dolphins. Yeah, you plus want seven and a half. You want those seven and a half points. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be a, a blowout. Texans will not blow out the Dolphins. Take the points. Dolphins, seven and a half. Okay. Slam the door. Slam the door. He says have his a pick great and day. He still doesn't slam the door. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>